Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron, and I am coming at you live from a tiny room in my house. Nowhere special, nowhere big. It's just where I sit. It's where I look at. I got some snakes to my left, some guitars to my right, and a buddy of shit as I hit my microphone. That was almost so smooth. And a buddy of mine sitting on the screen across from me. Tonight is a good night. It happens to be Friday, the 22nd of October. Um, We are nine days from Halloween. uh, And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Everybody, welcome to the show. Slippery McGillicuddy. Uh, the, uh, some may call him Captain Slow and some may call him, uh, some may call him Twirler. (laughs) My my buddy Jason Smith, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, buddy. (laughs) I couldn't think of a word that, that's twirler. Where did I come up with <laughs> Brilliant. Wouldn't change it for anything. Oh, what's up, man? How are you doing? Now, you know, it's funny. We have to, like, this happens a lot, but not quite to the extent. We've been on the phone for the last hour, uh, just tootling <laughs> around, getting ready to start this. And now we have to pretend like it's all brand new. Like, I'm just saying hi for the first time, like it's novel. Um, how are you, man? Dude, man, I'm I'm wonderful. Yeah, good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, switched up my days off, and so I get to hang out with you Friday nights now instead of Sunday nights. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. We, uh, it's quite the opportunity to get in, you know, stuff like this, video gaming, uh, music talking, all that good stuff, man. Uh, feels nice. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I uh, had 11 days off of work, just had my first week back, and so, yeah, kind of back to the grind, so, so that's always... So I want to talk about your nice little vacation real quick, because there's a couple really cool things that happened, um, but sure. first, I want to give you a cheers. Everybody out there, if you're uh, sipping one as well, let's cheers, and it just so happens that when Jason and I were uh, getting ready for the show, I, like, I cracked my beer, I'm like, hey, bud, you got a beer? He's like, yeah, I'll go grab one, ran, grabbed his beer, and we happened to buy the same exact beer. It's true states away from each other no talking about it we both knew we were having a podcast together tonight and we bought the same beer so cheers to our voodoo rangers cheers yep delicious Mm -hmm. um yeah dude uh so you had a 11 days off you had a nice little mini vacay yeah and uh you learned something about yourself on this vacation, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of uh, decided instead of uh, uh, leading up to vacation, I was like, oh, I'm going to practice some music stuff. And uh, I don't know when it got came up to time to actually take the vacation. I just decided I was just going to start painting more and more, I guess. So what I what got... was the impetus? What made you go, damn, I'm going to paint? 
Like, why? What? 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 Did you have a canvas lying around? Like, what sparked the the idea? Because you mm. end up doing very cool, creative stuff, which you'll describe. Obviously, I just want to kind of know. Um, was well, there a moment? Well, we have all the painting stuff. Jada's pretty oh, good. Yeah, like, Jada, yeah. Jada. Like, I love watching Jada and seeing what Jada can paint. Um, she has cool ideas of what to paint. She is better at like just kind of like freehand, just making, just like you, man. You're both really good at, and I don't know. I kind of more stick to, um, yeah, kind of getting my lines from like kind of tracing and then kind of building an image with other images. And, um, yeah, I don't know, but it's really cool. It's fun. I uh, I was making like logos, like of sports teams. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was the first and, thing you did was your avalanche paintings, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so you woke up and you go, I just feel like painting. That it was just sparked like that. There wasn't something you saw or something sparked hmm. it for you. Well, it's kind of just as I don't know. Just I've always kind of thought that I was geared more towards music than maybe art drawing, uh, you know, that kind of creative side, but I don't know, like I've been cooking lately. You can get a lot of creativity out of that, those kind of things. And I don't know, maybe as I got older, I was like, man, I'm just going to try different things. And I guess Jade hasn't been painting a lot lately and kind of wanting to kind of just do more things with her also kind of maybe drove me a little bit towards wanting to do more art stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of just not saying no or saying I can't do this anymore. Also, right. just kind of getting rid of that mentality of like, you know, doubting yourself. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or maybe not allowing yourself to try it because you're not sure of the outcome. Yeah, I mean, art is hard. I mean, drawing oh, is hard. Fuck Being yeah, like dude. you know, like redoing thing over and over again if it doesn't look right, you know. Um, and I think that I never had the patience. I think that's a lot of it too. Growing up, you know, I was even now I can't stick to one hobby, you know. So me neither, man. I know. Um, and 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 I can't even stick to maybe as any one painting at a time now, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have like probably three canvases right now that I already have, um, you know, outlines for all the drawings for all the, you know, like kind of pre work before I actually just apply paint to the canvas. Um, so it's like, yeah, eventually I'll paint them, but I really like doing all that other stuff too and just working on how long each line is and, yeah, like the curvature of each line or how things cut off or stop. And yeah. it's kind of, it's, I don't know, you as an artist, like you, it's, I don't have that like doc, doctor's surgery touch, you know what I mean? Yet. So, Yet, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm glad you added that word. But yeah, I'm not going to say no or I can't anymore. I'm not going to. You know, if I if I walk into something that I haven't done yet, I'm gonna try to just do it with a fresh set of eyes instead of being like, "Well, this is what I knew," you know. Right. Yeah, you don't want to try the same thing and fail over and over again. You know? Of course. So. Okay. So, <laughs> so zoom zoom forward a little bit. You've you've sure. you've now painted uh, 
three really cool uh logo paintings for for the Colorado Avalanche. Um yeah. and which you kind of have a cool story about that, those paintings in themselves. But then you went and started doing uh Mickey Mouse paintings, man. And yeah. which which to you guys may sound goofy, but <laughs> see how I did that? I played that word there. You did a goofy <clears throat> you did a goofy painting uh of mm-hmm. which ones? Tell describe them because they turned out really fucking cool. Yeah, I did a uh, goofy um playing baseball wherein and he was doing, and he was wearing like uh, San Diego Padres stuff, and I made a little San Diego Padre logo there, uh, yep. and then I and then I put like the home run distance or whatever, kind of in the background, and then for Mickey, I made Mickey Mouse a uh, Denver Bronco football player um, for my nephew's room, and right now in the works, I have uh, Minnie Mouse. In uh, basically like an F1 Formula race car. <laughs> yeah, and she's a fucking race car driver. <laughs> yeah. Which is so badass, man. Um, yeah, because that's like the new Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. She's a racer. I I forget what the actual name is for the racers, but um, yeah, it's just cool. She's Something a driver? Like uh, yes. A, ra- a race? I, I like have- race car driver. Yeah, just, well, they have a they have a cool name for them, Roadster Racers. I think it's called Mickey Mouse Roadster Racers, or something like that. Okay, cool. But yeah, the kids love it, so it's what it's, what it's all about nowadays, I guess. Yeah, man, so that's, it's that's, all it's all the rage amongst the children. <laughs> that's pretty fucking exciting. Yeah, we uh, painting. <laughs> I you know we both been painting quite a bit, and uh, it's pretty fun to have a, as a hobby to do like. Mm. just yeah trying to fucking trying to use your brain to create something that didn't start on that thing man it's true they yeah. start with a blank canvas and only add your mind like mm. i'm uh i'm thinking about making like doing some anime stuff oh yeah like doing some cool animes i've been watching uh castlevania oh sick and, and uh yeah i don't know Kind of cheesy, but Dude. all animates are cheesy. So it's kind of the point. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love my man cartoons. Me my too, adult man. T- my adult tunes, whatever. Same, same, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, uh, man! That's awesome. I, yeah, you showed me a good amount of your paintings, dude. I, uh, man, that stack was incredible. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, all for the music video. That's, I didn't, you know, it, I, it's funny. I made a joke for myself, uh, during working on it. And after, after coming up with it, um, you know, why I decided to do one about painting, uh, and have that as kind of, uh, a, a through symbolism in the, the, like, it just made so much work for me. Like, you know, I, I just, I never thought about when I first did it, like, (laughs) oh shit, now I need all of this stuff. Now, now I need Mm -hmm. 20, 20 something paintings. Yeah. So. Of varying, uh, of varying styles. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Well, now I want to ask you questions about the music video. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Sweet. 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 So for some of you that don't know, Aaron's band, Earth to Ashes, uh, recently just got done shooting their uh, first music video. Uh, actually, we... we well, we, so for we, you guys. Or well, for you. Well, you. Well, so yes, we we got done. We we've shot. We finished our first day of shooting. Actually, uh, being today's ah. Friday, Sunday is our, we wrap. So we have one more, probably like three or four hours more of of shooting on Sunday. A uh, couple locations. We did all of uh, our first days filming was at one location, which is like the bulk of the main storyline. But there are other places and settings that exist inside the world we created, um, and so. Next or Sunday is going to be us going out into the local Portland world um, and shooting in front of the campus, shooting in a library, shooting in a cemetery, shooting in a restaurant. Um, we have access to quite a cool fucking quite a few places yeah. to go to go location shooting. So that's going to be Sunday, which I'm super stoked about. Dang. Oh, man, that's freaking that sounds super fun, actually. Yeah. Um so yeah, you guys recently signed to uh, Art Gates Records. Yes, we um, did. That's freaking amazing, man. Um, and I'm sure most of everybody that listens knows, but if you don't, um, their band makes hard rock music uh, with a progressive edge. And of course, they're based out of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> You're fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're, I tried. You're hey, the best, it's my dude. job. It's my job to share. I it's love my this. job to share. You're right. I love it. It just felt it, honestly what what that just felt a, really good hearing you say that. Like uh, Oh no. It, it a, that just felt good, man. I'm not that made me giggle. Good, man. Um so do you mind sharing the name of the song that you shot the half of the video for yet? Yeah, the, the first it's going to be the, our first single. It's called All I Know. Which no, no one's heard yet, obviously. Uh, at least all of these people. Some people have heard it. You've heard it. But um, that's what bros do. We share our inside shit. Yeah, man. And it's it's amazing. I, yeah, I can't wait. This is sweet. And w- of what I've heard of everything, I don't know. I'm allowed to be the hype man a little bit. This you are. Is, uh, you are. It's pretty freaking sweet. So I'm excited for everybody. But um, So how was the music... Uh, composed kind of created for the song uh, <laughs> i love this i love this and uh you said hey i want to talk to you a little bit about the music video okay i'm like oh shit this is i'm fucking being interviewed right now this is okay all right let me put on that hat um okay, <laughs> how, how is the music composed elegant sir um i would say uh we i had joined uh Right after I joined Earth to Ashes and learned a bulk of the their old music from the after the first two records, um, and we were playing a little bit of shows, we were like, "All right, we're getting real comfortable with each other." They accepted me into the group, and uh, we just started wanting to write something. And uh, it, on, this was, um, I don't think it was the first song we wrote together. I think we. It may not have been the first one um, that we wrote a riff for, but I think it's definitely the first one we could I could say that we went, oh, this is like, this is how we want the song to sound. Um, but we just kind of started jamming in our practice room, man. We were renting that practice space in Puddle Town and um, just kind of writing riffs. And you know, it's it 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 is 
we we did we did one on the last album. Um, I include we, but I didn't write the song. But I we I'm, I'm talking figuratively for the band. Um, uh, uh. Our our favorite band is Rush. Between the three of us, you know, we we uh, we really love that group, and so. Um, on our last album, we did a song called "Rushing Around," which is a instrumental Rush-inspired tune. Um, and you know, with me joining the band, and uh, when I learned "Rushing Around," um, you know, I played it a little different than Angelo played it, the original bass player. Um, and we added a, a cover section of YYZ. We do an inst- we do a part of YYZ that we threw in at the end, which they never did before. But because I was in the band and I could actually play Getty Lee parts, um, we were able to throw it in. So um, doing that, they knew I liked Rush, and we just kind of started jamming. And uh, Matt goes, "Oh, I totally wrote this Rush song last, this Rush chord progression last night," and uh, it, he just started playing like a. I mean, you know, it 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 does it just sounds like Rush, man. Uh, the the chord structure, um, the timing, the, it just it sounds like it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And uh, and I, so I I instantly started thinking of my Getty Lee hat and um, knew I knew uh, knew we had to sound uh, it had to sound really big uh, with the three of us. And because Matt was just doing a lot of straightforward chords. Um, albeit cool chords, but you know, just kind of straightforward, uh, playing as far as his part. And so I knew I just had to be real active moving around on the bass the whole time. And, um, you know, yeah, wrote a couple really cool licks. I'm proud of in there that, that I think captured the element of like some of the progginess of rush. Uh, we got to, you know, time signature changes and, uh, odd stuff. We do some odd things, some f- beat flips, and um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of how it came about. Yeah. So hearing the song, it it definitely it sounds amazing. It's got the rush feel. I mean, everyone's doing their part. Um, yeah, and kind of you already answered. It seems like kind of how the vocal lines and melodies got kind of made were just um, overall yeah yeah that's um so we didn't really write the vocal melodies as a group together um once the music existed in a really raw form um Ma- mark our drummer wrote the lyrics to it um and so all of this the the idea lyrically is just him um <laughs> the con- content and everything and that's deep in that you know and and honestly honestly the 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 deepness of his co- the content of the lyrics is what inspired the deepness of the content of our music video like we it 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 is a very uh uh existential premise uh that he that he layered in you know um he's not directly saying it but the the subversiveness of the lyrics of the song are pretty, pretty profound. Um, so, but the, but then then once, once we had, once the lyrics were there and the song was there, um, you know, Matt, Matt came up with it. Um, melody lines, most of the way, um, 
of what we wanted them to sound like, but honestly, what the what you hear there was finalized during recording the vocals. Like like there were runs that he changed, there were attacks gotcha. and things like that that he hit and just kind of, you know, he would do a couple vocal takes and oh, I had it, you know, let me try something different and just playing with it a little bit in studio live is, you know, the way it sounds was um it wasn't that solid of an idea of what we wanted to hear before that we recorded them. Yeah, man. Pretty improv Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what's so cool about, like, each each one of you as individuals, but also as a group. Like, you bring your own your own style to it, man, but you still are so fluent and are adaptable. And I feel like, Matt, yeah, you guys each can kind of all just improv and I don't know. It's just amazing. The music really stands out. Well, um, we, we, we had practiced. Um, I love that you brought all this up cause I haven't really talked about it. This, this in depth, the music itself. Um, we had practiced, we had, we had had those song written and we were practicing them. Like we were prepping for a show. We never intended on playing them live ever. I mean, you know, we've played them live once since that, since, uh, they've obviously been recorded and stuff. Um, but, um, we, we were playing them. We, we would be preparing for gigs and practicing and, and run through our set for the gig and then run through these songs. Um, and just keep kept perfecting yep. and perfecting them. Um, because we had made the decision early on that we really love we all love classic music and not just the the bands. We love the production. We love what it meant to show up to play. Um, you, you, you got famous for through skill. You didn't, you didn't gain skill through being famous. It was like, you had to fucking be able to play to, to get in gigs, to, to get a record deal, to, to have someone want to even care, give a fuck about you. You couldn't go in, you know, back in the seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties. Um, it was really expensive versus what you can do now at home. Like you could not do this back then, you know, um, and make good quality music in, in those days. So they had to be ready to play. And most of them went in and cut albums live. They cut them in the studio and then they would do overdubs, but they were, were cutting to tape. So maybe they'd get sophisticated on, on some bands that were really kind of, um, forward would would play to click tracks. You know, they'd all have them in their headphones in the studio and, and in their, in their, feedback you know their loops they would play to a click but a lot of them didn't and you can hear it you can feel the tempo swings of those songs and and they move and i think that's what's so organic and when you listen to all these good eight songs from back in the day i think that's what draws people unknowingly to loving those songs still the the, the album versions. you listen to van halen and all those songs like people love that song any one of those songs yeah they just they're raw, they're live, they're moving, they're, they breathe, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not this robotic thing. And so, you know, the cool thing about all I know, all of the songs that we just did is none of them are to a click track. They're all cut live. We walked into that studio set up and the drums you hear are the drums that Mark played the first day we recorded. I mean, he just laid every drum beat down. He, he, he literally other, there was a couple like cymbal hits that he wanted to go back in and 
and like he you know he he made a couple sounds i think um but everything you hear drum wise is exactly what he played you know there were some bass parts i had to go back in and fix but then i was punching in and having to pick up momentum and play with a live feel to the drums that you know there wasn't a click track to scoot things to there isn't metronomes and bars and grids in the program to line stuff up with it's it's fluid you know and so um it made it sound really good i love it it you know it's it gives a feel of uh uh polished imperfections like it's just you know there are mistakes in there you can hear them they're they're not we're not hiding anything we're not quantizing everything we played like like you know it, it, it's just it's what who we are you know and yeah yeah well it sounds it sounds like you guys are like just super dedicated to that process of just kind of making it like you know original and showing your talent yeah 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 you know rather than rather than hiding behind the click track or hiding behind not that not that click tracks are hiding because dream theater doesn't hide behind you know they they record to clicks and metronomes and and paul you know they they do that and and they're very dynamic and they show you know i don't i i don't think there's anything wrong with it it's it's when no you're right but but the thing is is they play to a click track but they i I, they're not sitting there and and scooting every note. You know, they they slide late into stuff. They come in early. They play ahead of the beat. They play behind the beat. They're to a click track, but they are varying their music uh, sonically around a beat, oh, yeah. and they they breathe that way. They're you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with a click track. It it is of course not. You know, um, you're right. It, it's it's not hiding behind anything. It's once you edit away the real life stuff. You know that. It, you know, you know, when when you edit away real life, then it just it does. It sounds robotic. It sounds. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's a much better better way to say it, I guess. Yeah, and actually, like Naked Luck, when I recorded drums for them, um, it was one of my major recording experiences. So this yeah. is just what the knowledge that I have. But um, I really liked both. I liked. I liked uh, certain songs, like some of the slower songs, like really grooving with it and being able to suck into the pocket like deep and just kind of like move a little there. But I also love sometimes, you know, just having a click and being able to just like be punchy up there. And well, you know. it does, man. It makes you so if you it's it's kind of there's a muscle there's a work. Well, here's the cool thing is. You always want the song to sound like itself. And so you don't even, you know, our beat slows up, slows down and speeds up a little bit in our songs. And you can hear it when it gets to a dynamic place, we speed up a little bit when it comes in, you know, the, the, the first chorus in the song is not the same exact tempo as the last chorus in the song. They are different tempos from each other. Um, you know, but we didn't vary enough to make it not sound cohesive. Everything still fits with the music of the song. It's there's something refreshing and nice about playing to a click track when you no longer have to exercise the muscle of staying with the beat. Like you have to stay on beat, obviously, but you're not also trying to not slow down or speed up. Like it's there for you. And so then you can really ride that beat and just really Uh groove with that pocket. Um, because you you don't have to think about where it is. It's it's tell it, you're told. Uh, 
yeah, and, yeah. And I, I like that. You know, for practice wise, dude, there's nothing more I love than doing warm up exercises to a click track. I fucking love yeah. it. I love it, dude. Of course. Um, Definitely. And then I, I just turn it into beats in my head. I hear it and I add kick drums in the back of my head. And when mm-hmm. I give my fucking low, sla- low, you know, low notes or I, I'm thinking of, you know, a uh, 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 kick drum, snare drum combos and then pl- pr- pretending to play my bass along with those and um, all and playing around inside of that click track, you know, it's fucking, it's, a, it's fun. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm always playing drums in my car mostly. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I know that I I still have such a huge passion for <laughs> playing the drums. Dang yeah. It. Yeah. But uh, God, I I do enjoy playing to that uh, into a click track because you can I don't know just kind of you can really embellish on things and oh for sure just, like practicing making sure everything's like just real tight getting back to things and I don't know. It's cool when you can listen to other drummers go for it with a click track too, or especially when the timing isn't just you know your standard stuff. Hundred percent. But but yeah, let's uh let's go yeah. back to some questions about the music video. T- t- lay it on me, man. What you got? Yeah. Um. So, what are some of the you talked a second ago about um kind of uh the words for the song and how kind of, you know, and the, and the music and how kind of deep it was and having, um, you know, a lot of art involved with it and kind of taking it to a new space. Um, what are some of the feelings that you want people to feel while they're watching your video? Whoa. Yeah. That's not necessarily. No, that's a really good question, man. Not Uh, to spoil what it's about per se, but um, I want to know, what do you think or what do you want people to feel? I want people to feel uncomfortable. I want people to uh, feel uneasy and questioning what they're questioning, why they feel the way they feel. Um, the The video was written and styled and shot to really invoke emotion. Um, uh, compassion. You know, it, it's a, it's a hero's journey. It's um, it, it is it's kind of following some of those basic, like in, like intrinsic plot lines to a lot of stuff that that humans care about, um, you know, overcoming adversity, dealing with loss, uh, suffering for something you thought was you needed, and then suffering once you don't find out, and then suffering again, um, to finally get what you do want. You know, um, it's 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 a really happy story inside of the truth of the truth of that. A lot of life is suffering. And I think a lot of people shy away from that fact. Uh, and it's just a truth about the world. So I want, I want people to, to be uneasy. I want people to be uh, uncertain and in, in, the, the you know I, I i i hope people cry at it i hope people um you know i want it to, i want this thing to be able to play on mute and not hear the song and it be at, impactful anyway um i love that that's really cool man and that sh- that shows a lot kind of too um man of what i've heard it it seems like 
I'm just super excited. I've seen some of the stills. I know your band shared some of the stills. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. just looks, it looks awesome. Um, and it, and it does, it looks like, you know, there's definite feelings in them. So, um, yeah, you know, and, and I had talked about, um, uh, a little bit, uh, uh the, the last podcast I just released, um, with my, with the co-writer, of the of the actual script, um, Wendigo the poet, um, he he and I just released one where we talked a bit about just kind of the idea, the process of us writing it together. Um, and so you guys can go back and listen to that. But I'll recap something cool real quick too. Is we when when we kind of wrote it, um, wrote the main idea for for this and extrapolated it out. Um, we didn't necessarily have the idea uh, until until later on of how exactly we needed to portray passion, you know, how we needed to portray and 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 get the feelings across thematically. You know, I'm I'm not a th- I'm not a, a person who thinks about thematics that way. I'm I am a mechanical type guy. You know, I like even in my painting and stuff that painting is free and you know i try to be abstract i was i still had rules for myself i had i i kind of can't uh, especially if it's new i can't not like think inside of a out, be able to really figure out i'm inside of a box and thinking that way um and so when i wanted to write it i didn't want to write it inside of a box of someone who's not a filmmaker i'm a musician you know i'm <laughs> i paint like yeah. i play bass you know um, it's it's you say that man but holy crap man i like we talked a little about my painting but man dude you are so freaking good at painting and so is like i don't know you're yeah, you're miles. You're miles beyond me, man. You've always been able to draw, well, but well, don't sell yourself short. You could easily be a painter. <laughs> I, I, you, here's what happened, dude. And and I'm first. Thank you. Uh, you know, it, I, I, it's hard for me to feel really good about my ta- talent that I may have in painting, um, because I'm I'm I am new at it. It's not like I've painted a lot. You know, I've painted yeah. I've painted a bit recently, but I don't have. I don't have I don't have a week painting in like actual time, you know, like mm-hmm. like you know, um I have drawn a lot, you know, I drew a lot as a kid and uh I think I have just an eye for uh shapes and and you know, again, it's rules and it's rules to follow. And so, you know, when I'm painting landscapes or doing anything which I tend to really do well, um it, I I learned basic rules on how to f- make shapes and how to make things look that way. And I just follow those. And so I may be really good at it, but I don't feel like I have a breadth of knowledge outside of the, the rules I know how to follow. You know, I don't, when I did abstract paintings, I own like, I had to just make collages of stuff. I already knew how to do together. And so it wasn't abstract in the sense that I, I had to make a plan on how to be abstract instead of just following whatever it was you know i couldn't i could not improv painting like i can improv a bass part i i I had to make a plan and follow a plan and so gotcha um it so thank you but yeah i don't feel like i dude i feel like a total imposter (laughs) (laughs) and i feel and i feel like you are like like 
you've painted enough. Maybe you're like an amateur. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm a complete imposter. You're an amateur maybe, but honestly, like, ah, it's kind of what you make, man. I don't know. Anyways, I'm proud of what you can do. Sorry, I think I, I, think I took, I it. took us off an angle. What was the last actual question you asked me? No, we're okay. Well, okay. and I was going to keep going with that. Cause you were talking about, uh, uh, kind of, uh, it had to do kind of with a storyline and uh, when to go to the poet and where it went. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. And how and how you were kind of uh, how you were writing it. Um, but this will be a little bit of a different angle. Uh, <laughs> so, were there many alterations from the original storyline once you found the videographer um, and kind of while you were producing it? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Um. Yes, there was. Um, we had uh, quite a few rewrites um, after we had written the initial thing. Um, there was, you know, stuff we had written in originally that um, seemed like it was un insensitive to um, to to the actor actresses playing the parts. Um, in fact, gotcha. um, and you know, it not, not that it was, it just, we went a little too heavy and there was some things that we kind of wanted to be very explicit about and, and show and try and do, you know, like live that, um, can be accomplished without actually necessarily having to have them as actors or actresses do it that part. Um, and so we had to make rewrites there um, to be a little more a little more subversive in the message that we wanted to get across, but still be able to get it across. Um, we also um, then in, when we were casting um, and we had made our ideas for who we wanted to have in it. Um, this this film stars mostly women, um, which is really awesome. Oh, the, oh, there's only. Uh, two males in it and they're actually the kids at the very end of the film um that that kind of wrap up the whole uh complete the circle of our story um but everybody else in this is women and um i'm also it's really proud to say um almost all of them in it are um um well my brain completely blanked on this word um yeah, they're uh, minorities of some yes, kind. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking of a different word, not minority. Um, but, but yeah, they're all, they are all. Um, yeah, that's a perfect way to say it. Um, they are all of a minority of some kind, not just because they're women in this country, but you know, p people of color and uh, all of that. So. Um, yeah, so in finding and casting people, um, you know, we we thought we would have everybody and we had it written that way and then we were worried we weren't gonna give everybody and we for a long for most most of the time up until the literally the night before shooting, we had had uh two different people that we just did not have people to do. And they were integral people for the storyline. And so I me and uh Wendigo were um like pounding the the story trying to make it work with less people and change how it would still 
not make big plot holes all of a sudden with, you know, not being able to accomplish things. And, um, yeah. So we had to do a bunch of rewrites that way. Um, and then, uh, there was a place that we had a, to, a sh- uh, to shoot in to accomplish part of it that we no longer were able to. So that required a rewrite. Um, you know, and taking parts from that, adding it to other scenes that places we could shoot to make the story still work, but not in all the locations we wanted. Um, yes, it was far more stressful. Um, <laughs> it was far more stressful in the weeks leading up to it and this last week um, between these days than, than I anticipated. Gotcha. And and, all, and that's and that's also um well I'm re- I'm feeling really self-conscious. I feel like I'm rambling a lot and I just no, all of a sudden got, all, I kind of got internalized. Um No, I love it. I was going to make a quick note. Um that's why, you know, we're already we're already writing and working on um the next music video and we wanted to be completely different from the first one um in theme and heaviness and everything like that. Um, and also complexity. So now we're going to, we're writing everything inside of one room and it never leaves the same room and it's going to be an insane cool. music video in, and it only happens inside of, so instead of having a bunch of different locations and a really integral storyline that requires, uh, yeah, we, we flipped the script on this one. So that's amazing, dude. And such a cool idea. Um, and that might actually make uh, some other questions a little easier. <laughs> oh yeah. Go um, for it. Um, but man, that's so cool, man. Cash. Um, yeah, it was intense, yes. dude. It was intense, bro. Uh, um, I just love what you said about uh, all the, the different people and kind of coming together. And then what are you going to do when there's a couple of people that you're short or whatever? But uh, was it more challenging kind of making props uh, or just finding places? Or was it just finding the people for the parts? Kind of what was the, mm. the ch- most challenge? Or was it kind of organizing everything all at once, getting everybody together? Well, luck. so luckily, luckily we, what was, okay, let me answer it the, 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 the simplest way first. The, the, sure. the hardest part for me was getting all the props ready. Because, um, you know, I had, I just had to do it all my, you know, I was doing it all myself. Um you know, I was really lucky in the fact that we wrote it for a minimal cast. So there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven people in it. Um, and the majority of it is one person. Um, and so it's, it's really easy to, you know, it, it, we weren't, we didn't spend a lot trying to find a lot of people. Um, getting costumes was hard. Um, trying to try, you know, worrying about set design, um, location was a little intense. Um, some stuff fell into our lap very easily. Like, uh, you know, luckily Matt's lived here a long time my guitar player and he knows a lot of people. So the, we're shooting in a restaurant, um, and he knows the guy for the restaurant. And so, you know, we were able to get access to this restaurant and like, um, you know, we just luckily we knew people who knew people who could help make this work. And, um, yeah, it was a little, it was a little intimidating, um, casting it just, uh, 
you know, we it, it's 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 tough for this one too because we had we ha- we we were trying to follow the life of a person, and so we needed them as kids. And um, you know, by the nature of the story and how the the thing works, it involved a few different kids, and so. Um, that had its own weirdness all in itself, to be quite frank, you know, trying to one be a big, tall, bald headed, bearded, tattooed white guy going, hey, I need your I want your kid to come be in my fucking metal, my heavy rock music video. Like, yeah, uh, you know, uh-huh. it's it's quite an ask for parents who uh, don't know me worth anything. So, um, yeah, it's some hurdle, a hurdle to get over, you know, you know, Um luckily you know my sister is an amazing human and uh kind of threw her foot in the in the asking ring a little bit she knows a lot of people from her neighborhood and stuff like that and so that's kind of how we were i was able to cast and 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 get um get the people we needed you know with and they were all so nice and they you know the kids really fucking tried hard and um, their parents were amazing and came over and watched and supported. Like it was a cool little party. We ordered pizza and like it was a cool little uh, an experience of shooting. Man, um, it it felt like community came together to accomplish a problem. Like that's, that's how a, that it, it that's how it felt during it. Um, you know, it, it it was cool. It was cool. That's freaking awesome, man! Like just having people around you. Uh, meeting new people, uh, man. I guess we haven't talked much about the uh, the videographer himself. Oh, Mr. Elias Elias Cobb. Yeah. Um, how was it? I mean, of course, you and Elias. Oh, yeah. We all go way back. Sure, sure. Um, he's a I, beloved buddy. I, I, you know, Elias is a gem. He is, uh, <laughs> dude. Like. It, you know, as 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 corny as is says, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take one for my mom and just say bless his heart. Like he, in the nicest sense, not like the Southern Texas way of oh bless their heart. Like not that way. Like yeah, you know, yeah, actually, you, the dude you. is a saint. The dude is a saint. He devoted a, a lot of his time. Um, you know, he's taken. Uh, he's come out two twice to take pictures of our band. He did promo pictures for our band for our label, and he also. Um, took pictures of us at our our gig that we just played at Dante's. Um, you know the only one of the last two years we've played. Um, uh, and then he agreed to do the music video, and um, you know, it's, I, I had ideas of of how this was supposed to work, man, and and how I was going to look, and you know, yeah. I but I don't have an eye for actual like filming and how it should look and elias does and he fucking kills it and like so he came in and go oh no that won't work like no that's not quite gonna work that way or oh we gotta film it from this way or man it's just gonna like you know he told me a couple times that's just gonna look stupid if we film it that way like you know i like i'm glad he was super honest with me and you know i felt i felt uh i felt like i annoyed him i felt like i was (laughs) i i i i i was and admittedly so, even on the day of filming, uh, un- underprepared in what I knew should go on. Like yeah. I had, a, I had everything ready to go. 
I just had mm, no mm. idea how in the fuck to do it. I had no clue. Like I had it in my head and I, like I had the checklist of stuff I needed to accomplish it, but, <laughs> but I had no idea how the fuck to do it. And I leaned on him very heavily to like bring this thing to life. You know, so he, he did great, man. He was, he was directing people from behind the camera and like, you know, I spent a lot of time being the light guy and he was telling him when to go and what to do and how to move. And, and, you know, he really brought this thing to life, man. And, uh, I love that, man. Um, this is, yeah, it was a loaded question. Elias has always been such a cool, smooth kind of director. He's been, he's been awesome at editing videos. Yeah, man. Make, making stuff just super freaking funny ever since freaking, gosh. Kirkland yeah. Vodka days. Remember, remember <laughs> yeah. those videos, man? Jeez, him and 20, Ryan. 2010. Yeah. You know, like he's been yeah. making, he's been making awesome, perfectly timed, cool videos for so long. And this is probably uh, his stuff he's coming out with lately. And you, you know, his, I, it was cool. He, he said he'd never done anything like this either, man. This was mm, the first mm. time him trying something this big, you know, and, and, uh, we kind of learned, we're in a learning experience together, you know, and, and, Mm, I'm excited for him and excited for you. I bet you you guys are good. I mean, this stills looks super cool. Yeah, oh. and, and that's not even those stills aren't even from. Are you good? Oh, I just got to give uh, Tundra her pill. Oh, oh, we can, <laughs> we can pause real quick. I'll play a commercial and. Uh... Yeah, no, it's okay. okay. I can do it oh, at the same you, okay. time. Okay, <laughs> all right, do do it both at the same time. I got um, this. Th- I got this down. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you've had. You've been doing it long enough. That's for sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably even talk about that a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. Just after. Um, man, I think I had one more question for you. Well, I hope you have two. <laughs> I'm having a blast. Yeah, dude. Me too, buddy. Um, so. Yeah. Was there any part of uh, making the video that you thought would be harder? All of it. Uh, really? I, That's I, a good freaking answer, man. Like, I, I thought way to hit it on the head. Like, like get it. I, it was a lot of work leading up to it. But once we were there actually filming, it seemed like everything went smooth. Um, we got a lot finished. Um, the actors all, you know, like there were just things that, really seem to line up and work good. You know, I, 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 you know, I admittedly, I have not seen anything that was captured on his camera, like actual footage, the stills that were take were taken from me doing like scene shots, like, like setting shots, you know, trying to figure out if that looked good in a, in a still. Um, but that was all from my iPhone. None of it's actually from his badass camera. So I have no idea right now what first day even looks like. Really, I don't even know what it looks like on on his camera of the footage he caught. Like, I I just don't know yet. I I let him just kind of fucking do it, you know. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. Um, and I don't know what a cool surprise later, probably. Yeah. Um, no, he has such great insight. Um. Is there anything that you think, uh, and you said you'd, you'd go to a one room next video. That's, that's really cool. But is there, is there anything you'd do differently? I guess while filming, maybe even in that scene, um, man. Yeah. Um, 
something I I do differently. Um, I well I I definitely now know a lot more of um the type of preparation I need to think about giving my actors or actresses before we go. Um, note like like setting them up in a way that they don't have to guess so much either. Um, and that was just from lack of my experience. You know, I, I had the, the idea down of what we were trying to accomplish. Um, I just didn't, you know, like, like me and me and, uh, Wendigo wrote, wrote it like it would like, you know, he, like it's a, a spec script for a film, and then you would have a, a acting core actor coordinator and a you know all these people like handling the actual direction of and and placement and preparation of all that stuff and we just wrote the 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 script they needed to follow and tell everybody what to do you know um, I gotcha I didn't yeah, have that guy of, and so yeah. and so you know I had to help uh, Elias had to help me become that guy and like be that guy the day of filming and so I think I have a better idea now of a lot more of those kind of things to just what to look out for. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. More, more of a director type. You kind of learned a lot about how to direct things. Well, watching and, Elias kind of. Yeah. And with and, you <sighs> more to th- more in terms of um, thinking more in, in like f- terms of b-roll as well you know the stuff that is that you capture on film to help film move it around and move the film together that isn't the scene you're trying to capture everything else in the periphery becomes filmable and editable and b-roll man i never i didn't think about that at all oh yeah and just kind of having everybody back um yeah, in the background doing the right thing. Like, yeah. oh, you guys should be like kind of collaborating, like talking about this, or you guys should be like exactly. being standoffish or everybody be scared over here. And yeah, there's a lot of things going on. I mean, even with a small cast, you're still directing, you know, these people to be doing things. And um, yeah, I got to see a video of how Elias was like, all right, drop this, put this down, run through here now, kind of like, and just kind of, I don't know. It just seemed, it was really exciting. I was just like, it was dude. Yeah. There was, there was real, uh, there were some real emotions that happened during filming. There was some realness that happened, man, that we captured. That was like, I don't know, man. It's pretty fucking rad. That's amazing, man. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, we kind of got to chat more about it. I got to hear even more about it. Cause I got to think about the questions rather than just kind of, talking in casual conversation so i hope yeah. everybody enjoys that <laughs> I, I think so too man I, I i love uh the the info the thoughtfulness and and the the questions uh you you ask good enough questions that it it uh it it, it intrigued me to give good insight back to you because it was a thoughtful enough question like uh yeah man the my when you Dude, I loved that you asked me what I want people to feel. Uh, that was a really good question. Yeah, originally I think it was going to be one of my last questions, but then you kind of talked about you know the in-depthness of the lyrics and and uh, kind of everything that came into making it what it was. And um, yeah, I think I think everyone's going to be surprised. I think it's such an important message. I I, I think- just I just hope. 
yeah, I hope it translates. I, I hope that the depth of the words, because written out, the, in, it's, it's super heavy in the, in the script. Like you read the script and I'll, I, I, I tear up almost every time I read that fucking thing. And so mm. um, now, of course, I, you know, it's, it isn't emotionally tied to me. And I, I do feel the weight of it. And probably because I've thought enough about it that I really like internalize it a lot. You know, I, I just hope it translates to the public. Oh, fuck me and my yawning. <laughs> oh. Dude, I'm telling Drink you. Drink more I can, beer. The, uh, the melody of the, the music, the, the chorus is stuck in my head right now, and it's all I can hear. And I, I think that people are going to listen to the song and hear the freaking the, the melody line of the vocals. Well, and, and Matt's, and, Matt's and the vo- words. Yeah. The words are so good. And Matt's um, voice cuts so clear. Like, it's just this fucking great, great hot, like, you can hear every word. That's yeah. what I love about it. It's very, very clear the message, I think. And um yeah, it's such an open minded statement for the chorus and everything about it I think is gonna I think people will feel the emotions that you want them to. Um I think that you got you uh you had awesome people involved with it that really wanted to make this project exactly what you wanted. Um, and yeah, dude, you're just surrounded by really talented, badass people. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm excited. I'm like freaking, yeah, it's awesome. You have me nervous. <laughs> you just saying that right now made just made me feel nervous. Well, I am, I am biased cause you know, yeah, yeah. I just, I, but don't be nervous. I, I want to live. Big, I want be excited, brother. I I, excited. I I am excited. I am excited. I, they're just you know I I've been get from from the few people who know about it and I've talked to about it. Um, I've been getting really positive hype. Like you know, uh, so I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna let <laughs> chug, you all chug a beer. I'm gonna, yeah. I will. I'm gonna let you all eat i here's what i here's what i think i'm yawning so much i think i'm uh maybe breathing a little heavier um because i'm i don't know i'm I'm, maybe i'm just a little nervous (laughs) i'm sorry buddy (laughs) no no don't be no you're not used to getting asked all the questions are you well and and having (laughs) to you know because there's a lot i want to say but there's a lot i want to still keep secret so i'm trying to I'm 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 trying to be really measured, and I'm 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 you're like, canted. You're being canted here. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> well, I really tried to direct my questions away from uh, really diving into what the storyline is. None of that. Um, we'll save that for when people watch the video. We want people to get their own interpretation out of everything. Um, but like I said, I think everyone's going to feel those feels. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm, I love it. I'm freaking, yeah. I'm sure you did get plenty of good feedback from what people know or from what people have heard or seen. So, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, uh, (laughs) it's, um, yes, yes, I have. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, it's good. It's good. I just uh, I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait for it to yeah. be out. Um, you know, 
released worldwide. 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 Yeah, that's exciting. You know, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Yes, it will. Thank you, man. Thank you for asking me about it. Of course, man. I just really wanted to, you know. Well, well, we hadn't we uh, we hadn't even talked that in depth about it. Like, no, like, no, you know. But it was it was cool because I'm sure that, you know, I felt that you were genuinely curious about uh, about knowing what you asked me. Mm. It was good. No. Yeah. All right. I'm done being nervous now. I'm fine. You, I've been sitting. On, I've been sitting on my hands. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with me? <sighs> <laughs> It's That's here's hilarious. what it is. Here's what it is. There's there's a lot of me. Yeah. There's a lot of me. Um I feel like there's a lot of me in it. And yeah. as much as I do podcasts and talk about myself in a lot, mm. I, I, I tend to not be really emotional. Well, I don't know. That's not true. I guess I am. Uh mm. I just feel like there's a lot of me that I'm sharing about it and uh <laughs> I, it makes me feel vulnerable. I don't know. It's I don't know what it is. I'm just feeling vulnerable, um, dude. And honestly, yeah, there is like it is. It shows your true colors. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, you put a lot of work into well, this. Thing. I, you know, here, there's here's a lot the of work to be done. You know, the music is the music is everybody. All the you let, know, all let the, me everything t- building up to this point. Let and, me also tell you this too. You know. Um, you know, this video, it matters a lot to me. Not not simply for the fact that it's a song as my band and we're putting stuff out. Um, the message matters a lot, man. And uh, the, the reason I wrote it matters a lot. And there's an unfortunate truth that I try not to think about too much is I have a lot of friends and people I see in the periphery that for (laughs) all but chance uh, they have just enough of a different worldview that the message of my video could be uh, could be inciting it could be um, it could get verbal hate it could, um, we could be cast into a demographic that maybe we don't actually fall in. Uh, you know, I, it, it is potent enough in one direction or other that it, it's, we're necessarily going to get negative feedback for it. Like I'm kind of already, t- as, as cool as it turns out to be, uh, people may have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. so, but yeah, it's a, uh, and it's sensitive issues. Yeah. Yeah. It It is really sensitive issues. And, but, it's stuff that needs to be said. It needs to be out there. Well, here's the you, beautiful you thing. Are... You know, you know, the, the solace I take, um, if anybody comes out, you know, because there, there is stuff about prejudice and race and oppression and, um, discrimination. This, this video is wrought with it. 
um, and talking about fighting it and, um, you know, for as much as someone could say we're being insensitive, the, the people who were there on that day acting in it knew exactly what we were talking about, exactly what we were portraying. They, I told them to their, you know, we had the discussions about the message of this video and they were yeah. all on board. So what we're doing is not negative. We're just <laughs> depicting, we're depicting a scene we're depicting in, in scenes. real life. Like, like we're talking we're depicting about scenes that are negative. It's a, it's an act. Yeah. yeah. And it's not meaning what, you're seeing it's actually you know we're shining light on negative things yep. and yep so so that is a worry no, of mine. i think there, there's a worry under your heart people know your heart i think i mean uh you know there'll be some people always that have that knee-jerk reaction to just jump to the negative what you see or maybe they went too far or whatever else but and and you know, and for whatever else, everybody has their own line, but you know, and everyone's been, you know, kind of had their own experience with that kind of shit, you know, so we're not. And, and that makes everybody's lines different. Yeah. So yeah. I'd say, I'd say you'll get more positive people loving what you're trying to show and maybe a couple people that Here's don't look far enough into it. Maybe. Here's the thing the the people who get it and love it and support it are the fans we want they're the people we want to follow us as a band because exactly. uh, they love our message you know um, exactly i just have this fear that like friends of mine <laughs> old friends old friends people hometown friends people that that mm. i post shit about my band and they like it um yeah then but haven't heard any of my new music or we haven't seen a video and they just support me because they know me and it's, I support them because I know them and like, you know, and then, uh, you know, this, I, I, I just have some inner fears of like, you know, leftover childhood shit, leftover, uh, feeling, uh, not part of the group from high school, not feeling part, you know, that's where all these people came from and, you know, unfortunately feeling kind of like a little bit of a loser from high school. Um, well, what I would say is you're part of the best group from high school. Well, we do have, a, we do, <laughs> now, now, cause now, you're not part of the bigots and no, the assholes. No, and the small minded people that you're right. still live in the no. same fucking town, dude. Like I, you, I, I was going to make, I was going to semi make that point is of course the, the, yeah, the, you're, you're outside of all that. The, the, the friend group, the friend group we have, um, has stayed together remarkably well and we all we all are uh seemingly from our side uh on on the 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 humanist side of things the the yeah, you dude. know um there's just a part of me that like always kind of wanted to be on the in group when i the the in group that at the time seemed like the cool fucking group you know it 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 was the fun group of our high school. It was all of that stuff. Like we know who those people were. We know where they sat in the hallway. Like we, we, we know what, you know, I don't have to say, but you know, I was kind of always on the outside of that group while I was 
involved in it. You know, I was always on the team of the sport that all of them were on. Mm-hmm. Like there always was that happening. I just never was a part of the group because they wanted me in it. Mm-hmm. You know, but but that was just something that that I cared about. Would which was just a, a a want to be wanted uh, uh you know i everybody feels that of course but even still to this day there's this weird uh. thing about like <laughs> dude as fucking fun weird as it sounds there's always this thing of like still searching for acceptance and still seeing like just being I like get that. just being like you know, I still have people that I want them to think I'm doing well, even though it makes no rational sense. Exactly. Cause I, cause yeah. I, cause I haven't talked to them in like fucking five to 10 years. Like, I, yeah. but I still want them to be like, ah, oh, they're making good rational decisions for themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, I would it, just, it, my worst you know. nightmare, my worst nightmare, honestly, is to, not hear anything from them forever and the first thing i hear is you fucking snowflake like for making this you know like well and that's uh, the knee jerk but it's my it's my worst it's it's my worst nightmare dude is for for that to be the the the, you know it's just it's it's fucking terrible, dude. It's terrible that well, I'm like I'm worried about just, it. I just know that you're a better man because the people that'll say that shit about you in the same breath, you like not saying you'd think they were perfect, but you wouldn't instantly judge them and you would what I love about our core group of friends, and you touched on it a little earlier, is that we all have we all are on the humanist side. But we kind of all have our own flavor. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we're like, we're like all the different bags of Doritos out here. Like, I don't know. I'd like to think you're like, I'm kind of the cool ranch. Like, I ain't going to go out there and just fucking go out and be super fucking spicy on everybody, even though I know that fucking. <laughs> you're right. And, and, and I'd say like, God damn, you're like kind of, uh, I want to be sweet. Uh, Sweet chili, sweet spice. I was gonna say sweet spicy n- chili, yeah, <laughs> or sweet, whatever. The, is, is the sweet? Is it sweet spicy nacho? No, I th- I th- isn't there just a sweet chili like the purple bag? They're okay, l- well, let's settle this because I have it <laughs> right over here somewhere. I got one. Me and Jada have such a huge plethora of snacks, which actually it's like ties s- in the sweet and hot. I don't know where she put them, but I do have a couple of bags of Doritos in here. I think it's the sweet. I think you're right. Sweet chili. Sweet think, spicy chili. Yeah, something like that. You're right. The purple bag, whatever. They're the best. Yeah, I, I like They're that my favorite. Food. That's why you're my BF is because I'm the Cool Ranch and you're the you purple know, bag. You know, have you tried the spicy Cool Ranch? No. Yeah. I, but, I, tr- I tried that one recently. Spicy Cool Ranch. But I don't know. But you kind of get what I mean. I do. Like, I do get what you. Me, mean. you, Kyle, like fucking. I'd say Sean. Like everyone's yeah. kind of got their own little flavor. Everyone's got their kind of uh, what they lean to or feel. But then again, all of us equally see what's best for everybody. I'd say, and just for like, I don't know, man. We're the knights of the round table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, I 
as far as our B- BF crew, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I agree. I agree. Maybe. Maybe there's more. Maybe I'm missing people. I don't know. I think I, but I that, think sounds that nice. pretty much covers it. That's pretty nice. It sounds nice to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the three musketeers, but there were actually four of them, you know? <laughs> I'd like to uh, think so. Uh, um, but hey. All right, well, hey, let's do this. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna actually play a commercial. Let's fucking flip gears, and then yeah, uh, talk about uh, maybe the dogs. Some yeah, we can go into that. We it's, unless it, you had other ideas. Uh, that uh, maybe some football talk. Ooh, we haven't done oh, that. Yeah. All right, so I, I'm gonna play this. We'll be right back. Do it. Hey. Jason and I suck at heartfelt shit, but y'all are some bad man pajamas out there. When things feel bleak throughout our week, we think about time and stuff. The positivity from our guests sharing their passions and listener interaction has been eye-opening. Time and stuff. When life is a little dry and itchy and you just can't quite bless the rains down in Africa, remember us. Time and stuff. When you've been rocking and a-rolling, rocking and a-reeling, but Barbara Ann still won't take your hand. When McDonald's decides that you're going to have it their way today. And long after Subway isn't fresh. When you're on Hoth and the call comes down that the ATATs have landed and you know it's cold as balls outside, you got to pick yourself up. Go out, climb in that snow speeder, and take down those four-legged bastards. When you get knocked down, get up again. They're never going to keep you down. No matter what the song. Put on those red shoes and dance. Time and stuff. We'll be singing when we're winning. Time, 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 stuff, stuff, stuff. So it was a a cold winter night um, in in the high hills of Gudelslavia when Sir. Um, Oh God! What was his name? Um, uh, uh, oh fuck! I I I read it. I read this earlier today. Um, uh, sir, it was like Simon sounds wrong, but it could have been Simon. Um, Simon Brendelier, I think that was his name. Uh, Sir Simon Brendelier, the, the the Duke of um, the Duke of West Haven, something like that, in uh, the town. I said um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was sitting there pontificating one night the the stretches of the heavens, and 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 trying to wrap his brain around. Uh, the subtle complexities and interactions between um, animate matter and inanimate matter, and and that's when he came up with um, the. That's when he came up with a hypothesis um, that uh, new life could have been actually spread from planet farts. And so he says there's this weird thing that happens when large planetary exactly like that. Um, that was actually uh, the uh, Johnson Space Center capturing that sound. If you heard that, see, that proved Brendelier's theory. He uh, he had supposed this back in the 1600s um, and 
you know, so he he recognized that uh, gravitational uh, waves caused by the sun, the same things that that affect the orbits of the planets, and uh, not every planet has a true circular orbit around the planet. They're all elliptical, and he said, well, that same yeah. elliptical motion would cause um, small tidal forces emitted on the planets, and uh, through so long of the planets kind of doing this bound rebounding exercises there's what's called outgassing and he said well planet farts um would be an an experimental uh uh prediction that we could then test soon um and so you know uh come to find out there's all these videos of people all over the world filming sound anomalies they will have like you know, in Scotland, they have the weird, just yeah, like, that's where they're coming from. That happen. Crevices open up in the ground and release planet farts. Yeah. That's exactly. What, and that is what we can then think populated life on Earth was that's the fart the of another planet. Bermuda Triangle, bro. Well, well, see, the Bermuda Triangle, uh, Brendel, so, so Brendelier, well, so here's the cool thing. Brendelier, this guy from the 1600s who thought all this out, um, he actually predicted the Bermuda Triangle to exist. Um, you know, he didn't call um, the Americas the Americas yet because they weren't. But um, people were already over here and they had known about the South Caribbean and um, where, you know, the West Indies, quote unquote, as they were at that time. Um, and he said that is actually what, what happens there is um, when, when our planet farts, um, the way that the jet stream circulates the earth, you know, we knew about the winds. We knew that that would be affected by the tide, the moon, all that stuff affects. Um, it's all measurable. It affects that. So he said that is actually the culmination point of all of the planet farts and that is where they meet together along with the trade winds it has a weird sub cooling property that then alters the magnetics uh the the magnetic field of the planet in that area causing ships to sink it's because different planet farts culminate there super cool we, we just can't quite handle the other planet farts well that's you know, where they <laughs> well it's it cre- it can create problems you know that 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 was kind of one of the guesses that they said uh the the meteor the asteroid comet thing that um killed the dinosaurs off that crashed 65 million years ago into the southern mexican peninsula they said that wouldn't have hit us but it ran into jupiter's fart and it knocked it off its original bearing just enough that it hit it it headed and hit earth i mean they do that's fucking crazy to think that literally we got like we don't have dinosaurs now because Jupiter well, farted. God damn, I've been seeing some crazy shit. They've been backing up, backing up, backing up our timeline as far as humans on this planet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's been pretty cool what's been going on well, in the it, last couple of weeks. You know, it, they they can they can also recognize that um you know it, it, it hasn't been that long um since since the since the super um the super condens the super condensation event happened in in which um uh ancient the 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 old bird species and turtles separated from their kind like they used to be basically the same thing turtles and birds and um birds kind of really just always lived on the ground all birds birds never flew um and then once the super condensation event happened 
um, birds separated from their tur- from from the 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 idea of them being a turtle and took to the skies and and there's evidence of of birds never have been flied before like five six hundred years ago it's in books you can go back and read about it no one ever talked about birds that like like flew that's fucking crazy they stayed on the ground the super condensation event yeah it yeah, all, that is it, crazy to think that, like, everyone throughout history. I mean, go look at everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, like look at everything. I was just yeah, at the Grand it, Canyon. I looked at that. Well, I mean, like, I think, yeah, you go look at National Geographic. You look at like all these things, and they like make videos or they produce things. And I'm sure they have like birds that they say have been around forever, like that right. fly. Yeah. Of course what? they do. Of course they say that. Are they trying to say pterodactyls never flew? Pterodactyls aren't birds, dude. I, yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're dinosaurs. But... Huh. Yeah. Huh. Listen, I... Uh, Maybe they didn't either. <laughs> do you think humans saw that shit? Well, they just seemed heavy. Like, they seemed mean. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, why not think that they just didn't like, you know, they weren't, they weren't just really good at scooping berries into their mouth, like with those big wings. It didn't mean they had to fly. They were, if, if listen, ah, this okay. My whole life. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, it is the same argument at saying, how can the earth be flat? If every other planet we see is round, if, if no other birds flew, why would only the pterodactyl fly? <laughs> I mean, are we saying the Earth is flat now? I don't well, think so. All I got to is now there's no evidence for a lot of shit. Just opening a whole bunch of doors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well so the crazy maybe, thing. So the crazy maybe thing you is you could always research these things. The reason I brought it up. The reason stupid. I brought it up because Brendelier, Sir, Sir, uh, Simon Brendelier, the guy I was talking about, um, 13 grandchildren later, uh, Justin Bieber was born. Bieber, Bieber, Brendelier. The names changed, but the lineage falls all the way back. So Justin Bieber's 13th great or 13th grandfather, like great, 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 great grandfather was the actual originator of planet farts. And and the discovery that changed modern uh, astrobiology and planet seeding. That explains pop music now. It it really does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible, <laughs> but also fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. But cool. I don't know, man. Good info. I'll have to do more research, and we'll have to. Everyone check this should out do again. more research. Always, yeah, forever. Um, yeah, go fact check what I just said. Any of it. <laughs> You're like, I just bullshitted you for the last 45 minutes. Just to see what you would think and believe. That would actually be kind of funny, but I don't think you'd do that to me. <laughs> no, all of that was actually bullshit. There's no Sir Simon Brendelier or Planet Farts. Birds always flew. I was just... I wanted to improv and keep yes ending. 
you're a wild animal. <laughs> I was like asking myself like real fundamental questions about life. <laughs> I was like, I've never known these things. Like I was like, what discovery I, I, are you and, talking and about? The greatest, the greatest thing was is you're like, you're like great convention event. And then you're like, wait, but pterodactyls flew. And then I didn't even think about bringing that up at all. But you just gave me like, oh, well, of course, I could, I planet a flat earth. Well, that makes sense why pterodactyls didn't fly because the earth's not flat. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't even think that's why you said that at all. Yeah. That's so funny and great. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, oh, that's I, so funny. You passed it off so well. I love it. Thanks. There's a there's there's an amazing podcast. Um, in all honesty, <laughs> now after that, I I, I tried. I, I heard there's a there's a there's a, a brand new podcast called The Leather Rose, um, which uh, just debuted its first episode today, um, and it is just a complete improv podcast where, where, <laughs> and uh it inspired me to try and do it today that's where that idea came from that's wonderful um, just to just to start talking and try and say things that kind of sound semi-real but uh <laughs> and i was like yeah aaron wants to share real information i'll just see how far this i'll see how far this goes <laughs> Yeah. But then I was like, I have so many fucking questions about this shit. That's so funny. Nice. Um, I, I wanted to lighten it up after the heavy uh, end of the music video talk, and before we get into this heavy talk now. Um, so it is a joy. It is a joy and a wonder owning pets. Um, I do. I do really enjoy being a steward for animals. Um, there's just the unfortunate part of it when they. Uh, when when their bodies start to fail because they're getting older, and it, it's crazy that we both started having dog health problems at the uh, near the same time. Yeah. Um, and it happens to be the mom and son dogs, <laughs> like you yeah, know, you know, the family dogs. Yeah. So your yours, you know. Kina, of course, is family dog, but you know what I mean. The, genetically, genetically, uh, yeah, matching. Um, yeah, dude, uh, your yours yours happened first. Uh, go ahead and talk to fill in a little bit or what you want to share. Or yeah, kinda, I actually kind of kind of haven't. I would, I would, yeah, I would say let's. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, you know, I don't think we need to go super in depth on. Uh, the trauma of dealing with oh yeah the initial problems to more talking about like living and and dealing with the aftermath you know i think is oh, yeah. a little more fruitful of a conversation for us to end on um but yeah Definitely. start start a little and we'll go back and forth yeah i'll just kind of sum up initially what had happened just to share with someone if they can if their dog is having similar symptoms i highly suggest they go to a vet obviously and you probably have already felt that if you love your animals yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, her dog just got like tundra. She got super lethargic. She's a husky male male. Um, and not getting up, not wanting to go out, not eating her food. So we're like, okay, we'll take her to the vet, see what's going on. Um, yeah, they basically checked her all out, all of her levels, everything. Um, yeah. She got bad readings back, um, realized that she was having some like heart failure. She had some liquid on her chest. Um, it had been going on for some time. So yeah, there ended up being this kind of, she spent two days in the puppy ER and then, um, more or less like now we have this kind of big regiment pills yeah. kind of six different times a day. Um, wasn't it, there, wasn't there a, a thing about like her heart being enlarged? Yes. Yes. She does have uh heart disease as far as she does have an enlarged heart. Um, she could potentially still have like a heart attack or like kind of out of the blue, her heart could kind of just over pump and stop eventually um, for no reason. Yeah. But we do have pills. We found it not really early, but we have got it better since, you know, and right. she is pretty dang happy animal, which is cool. Um, she still can go out. I love taking her out in the cold mornings. Um, so I kind of want you to share your kind of story, um, about what happened with Brutus and then we can kind of both share about yeah, the, well, the, the care and the, yeah, the, the feeling maybe. Cause well, ours was, ours was a, a, a little different. Um, cause ours, you know, yours, with Tundra was an internal thing that you couldn't really, you know, it, it took, you know, physical symptoms of her not eating and the, the lack of energy and things like that. And Brutus on, on the other hand was, um, you know, he, being a big dog, big dogs get lumps, man. That's, it's kind of a normal part of dogs. They get lipomas and things like that, especially, you know, Brutus is, well, Earlier in his life, you know, we got him on a diet now, especially because he's getting older. We got him on old dog food and supplements and really watching his weight. But, you know, he was, I think at one point, like 160, 170 pounds, man. I mean, he was, you know, when back in, when he was really, you know, three, five years old, probably by that, by the time he was five, he was, he was his biggest. Um, You know, he's almost nine now. Um, But yeah, he, uh, you know. He's 146 pounds, 145 pounds, something like that right now. Um, and that's him skinny. I mean, even the, the vets all said, you know, he looks really healthy at this weight for his size. Like, you know, they could they could tell he was bigger because he has like, you know, extra skin in places that kind of droops now. And, you know, he has, you know, but um, anyway, so he had, there I am rambling again. So he had a lump that grew on his side um, that kind of got big. Um you know, maybe the size of a hacky sack um, before we really like were concerned about it. Um, and that was, that was over a year ago, but it was soft and he had had other lipomas before that. And that's just like fatty growths. Um, and they, they actually went away themselves. Um, and this, so we watched this one and it was soft and you could squish it and it was in the skin. You could move it around. It wasn't attached to like the ribs or anything underneath. And, you know, so we, we didn't worry about it and just kind of, 
it didn't bother him. He didn't hurt. You could squeeze it. He wouldn't, you know, it didn't hurt him. So then it got bigger and we noticed it like getting bigger all, you know, within the last few months. Um, and like, Oh man, that's, and then it, it started hurting and like, gotcha. And, and um, you know, you would go up and, and just, just to the touch and he would yelp and wince and like, uh, you know, it, it, it was and like, Oh shit. Like, well, yeah, changed, changed everything. It's, you know, it's getting bigger and it hurts now. So it's obviously something else going on. Um, and so we took him in to get it, check out. Um, and they biopsied it. The, the first place we took him to, which was like a, an ER kind of emergency vet. Um, cause he was in pain and, you know, we wanted to see what we could do. Um, and all the other vets here in Portland right now, um, is a crazy waiting list to get in, man. Yeah. Um, and so we took him there and they did the biopsy and, um, yeah, it, it bled a lot and like a lot of fluid came out from around it when they poked it. And so they had to, that place had to like open them up just a little quick thing to, to, to see and clean it a little bit and like, take a couple biopsies of the thing and insert a drain tube so it could drain the fluid. Um, and so that was in September. Um, and so we're like, well, shit, there's this big lump. They're testing it. Uh, they got the test back and they went, well, there are, you know, we took of the mass, there are abnormal cells. Um, and so, um, be- between that and the amount that the fluid there and bleeding, you need to go to a specialist, blah, 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 blah. It could be cancer. And we're, we're like, well, fuck, you know, and by this time, the bump for everybody's reference was like the size of a grapefruit, like a big, yeah, a that's big, for- <laughs> yeah, a healthy grapefruit. You know, I mean, I mean, I have huge hands. And yeah. like I could hold the whole thing in both hands and there still be some lump that I couldn't wow. touch. Like it was big, man. You know, uh. it, it maybe was a cantaloupe. Oof. Um, That's crazy. And, and it started growing really fast. And so, you know, we were freaking out. And so we yeah. they took the drain tube out and all that stuff and the stitches out from the first thing. And we had tried calling around and, making an appointment with people to like, um, you know, to get looked at, but everybody was weeks out. And so, um, we couldn't even get the, we, we made an appointment for a consultation October 15th. I mean, it's October 22nd now. So if we had actually just waited, we would have only found out seven days ago when our surgery could be from the consultation with the other place. Can you believe that? He's already, wow. he's already had his big surgery for almost two weeks. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. And so anyway, so we were home and it kept getting bigger. And like by the day we were noticing it getting bigger and we're like, you know, it, it changed from it. I mean, it was just bad. And we're like, we can't wait any longer. And so 
I asked a couple friends and they reached out and my, Ben Charles, man, reach out to that guy. He fucking saved Brutus's life. Probably. He goes, well, let me make a post. And he had a friend who reached out on his post, who was a, a tech at one of, at the veterinary we went to. And, uh, I saw her post. I messaged her, a direct message her, um, you know, she got Holy us, she shit. got, she got us in for the appointment to get him looked at. Um, they went in, looked at him, um, took x-rays, uh, to, to see if there were any lesions on his lungs or if the mass had spread or what they were dealing with, you know? So we finally got x-rays and stuff like that. Um, and then we scheduled a surgery and they were going to do a lumpectomy. And so, uh. Yeah, long story short, they they cut out the giant lump. Uh, he has a 9-inch, 10-inch incision down his side, 31 staples. Uh, it had four drain tubes in his side, leaking fluid out of him for five days. Um, massive surgery on him, man. Crazy. But they, so, so you know, there's good news and bad news. Um they took the mat, the mass out and sent the mass for itself for testing. And it was cancer. Um, and it's actually a, f- a rare form of cancer that affects blood vessels. Um, and grows around and wraps itself around blood vessels. And so while they cut out a lot of it and stuff like that, they know they didn't get it all. Um, and so the chances of it growing back are high. You know, they, they say maybe a year to two years before it's back again. And if it doesn't spread or we catch it early, they can keep trying to remove it. If we keep wanting to cut them open every time it grows back, um, you know, we're not going to do chemo on them because it's, I find it inhumane to do that to a dog. So, um, we're not, we're not going to blast him with radiation and kill his immune system. And, you know, I I mean, he's, he's, he's actually doing fine. So like. You know, yeah. the, the drain tubes got taken out a while. Actually, technically, in the tomorrow in the morning, we're um, we're taking him to get his staples out. But you know, there so it's still building up fluid inside. So he has this like pocket of like fluid in there now, um, and it's 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 like a like a quart size Ziploc bag, kind of not all the way full, but definitely a, a bit in there. So they may have to gotcha. put another drain tube back in and redrain his side again tomorrow when they take the staples out. Um, you know, I mean, he's you know he's healing up fine. Actually, they the skin itself is healing fine, which is good. Which means the cancer didn't really affect the skin too much, and there's good blood supply to to his skin. You know, um, that's good. Yeah, but he has cancer, man, and that's just the brute fact of the thing. And. Uh, yeah, you know, you're we, we're both now sitting here with dogs and one with terminal heart disease that we're managing and one with cancer that we're managing and, um, yeah, you know, trying to make their lives the best that they can be for the remainder of it. Yeah, that is what it boils down to. I mean, originally they, before under got treatment or before she you know started around the corner they said hey your dog has probably six months to live tops like yeah your dog isn't gonna live for six months and now they said don't come back for a checkup for six months which is pretty huge yeah that's amazing yeah we dude before we were able to be seen and we knew that we were getting x-rays and like progress made on him 
he was in such bad shape and like so unlike himself that me and Beth would just come home and cry every day. And like we were looking up costs for at home euthanasia and like, like, you know, we were, we were at that spot, man. Like he was, it was a rough time for big Brutus, man. Just like, you know, I mean, I'm sure it was the same thing you guys felt when like, God, she is just so not right. Tundra is just, you know, and it's funny, like you, they're little signs and you see things and all of a sudden one day they're just a different dog. And like, when that happens, you're like, oh shit. Like, okay, something really has changed. This dog is fucking different now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's huge. It's different. Um, I don't know. I guess there has only been a handful of positive things, I guess. Like now kind of made it known that, yeah, my dog has things going on and I've had her for nine years and right, right. I'm going to take care of her the best that I can. So I don't know. I kind of have been able to give myself more space. Did, did you deal with guilt when you guys found out? Did you deal with guilt? Yeah, definitely, man. Just knowing that, um, yeah, we, we knew that Tundra always had a wheat allergy. Um, and so we always gave her kind of, she had hot spots. She'd be itchy all the time. And so we, we asked a vet or looked it up. What could we do to try to make her not have as many hot spots? And, um, everything kind of said, go on a grain free diet. Um, and we didn't really do enough research, I guess, to see that you need to add other supplements or there's things that you can do to, you know, make the dog healthier where it's not having grains. And that tends to, over time, um, make the dog have, you know, congenitive heart, heart failure and, you know, other things. Um, I also think what contributed to it or could have helped it was just her genetics, like her being part wolf, part husky malamute, you know, like, or mostly yeah, husky yeah. malamute, maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know, big heart. Uh, yeah. But the best thing is, is that, I don't know, we get to spend more time together. The time we have is valued. It's not, you know, sometimes you go to your day to day life and it's it's sad that you might just kinda look over things, brush over things, but yeah. I spend I spend more time with her now. Every single activity we do together, I spend more time with her feeding her. I spend more time with her making sure she has water. I spend more time with her walking her. I spend more time with her. You yeah. Know, yeah, I, dude. It's 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 crazy how you're you're right. There, there becomes a kind of day to day thing. And then, you know, priorities shift, priorities change. And like, it's nice. We, you know, knowing. we've been, we've been dealing with the, the hard part for it right now is like, you know, we can't even like take him out to play or, or do anything crazy act because he's just been healing and having this fucking, Oh yeah. Mo- Open wound mobility issue and all that stuff for, you know, it, it seems, I mean, it's been over a month now of him having, drain tubes in stitches coming out new inspections new like yeah you know um, it's been busy always leaking some kind of blood or fluid or feeling bad or you know doing something so we're just we're just ready for 
you know, we're hoping that they, they drain this thing again. Um, the fluid accumulation stops and then we can just, you know, deal with just, just, just be able to like, you know, Hey man, let's fucking party for the <laughs> right last yeah. hour long. Yeah. Ah, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, it'll come. Yeah. Life will come, man. And you know, they, it's a, it, there's a, it's that rude slap to the face of, uh, I'm telling you, they're not going to be there forever, man. They're your best friends and they fucking love you. And they're the ones to tell you they're not going to be there. You know, it's. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. It's just, it is. You know, it was weird. It was weird taking home, taking her home and seeing all the shaved spots, man. She had every single paw shaved. Her underbelly was all shaved. Like, freaking yeah. A, man. EKGs, heart monitoring things. You know, she was in a room that helped her breathe and like a little ventilation tank for a day, you know. I had to imagine that had to have been pretty traumatic, but man, just on the way there, watching her laying on the freaking floorboard, like hot. It was a hot day. She was just miserable. Dude, so fucking scary, man. But traumatizing for you guys too. Like, yeah. Don't play that off. Uh, you know, it's Yeah, true. That's traumatizing for everyone. Man, you know, I mean Yeah, it was traumatizing, man. Sitting there, you know, we went to wait to get seen and me and Beth sat in the car on a hot it was hot here too. I mean not probably not as hot as you guys, but you know, it was in in the eight seventies, eighties, whatever it was, you know, in the parking lot of a car for three and a half hours waiting to be the next one in line to be seen with Brutus in the back of our Subaru hard for him to stand up all the way in pain with a lump that he can't lay on one side. You know, it's like, yeah, that was, yeah, it is a lot to go through. Yeah, man. But we don't know. We do the modern science. (laughs) Yeah. Like dude, pretty freaking. I mean, you got to, Got to give it up to everybody working their ass off to freaking save well, all the animals. Well, I'm just, you know, dude, my I, special. I do my specialists were freaking amazing. Like, yeah, like, ours too, man. Ours too, and and like the, you know, I, I'm I'm just thankful that we were able to pull the money together to just do it. And there's things like care credit that you can apply for that help you fucking save your dog's lives. You make payments on and like, yeah, yeah. You know, both of us shout out for anybody out there. For, uh, I'm going to make that shout out right now for anybody out there. If you're dealing with pet issues and you can't afford the initial cost, apply for care credit. Go. It, it is a credit card for fucking health medical bills for your animals, man. And, um, you know, it, it's, it saved Brutus's fucking life. It saved Tundra's life. Like definitely like, yeah, that's, that's cool shit. Apply for that. It, uh, most definitely. Um, man, I, uh, a couple things have definitely made such a huge difference on everything. And another one was the, f- uh, fresh pet food. Oh, yeah. Tundra's when Tundra's uh, appetite went down and she wouldn't eat anything because of the liquid on her chest. Um, once her appetite came back, 
she still didn't want to eat the tough foods or the hard dry food. Kibble, so, yeah. Yeah, so me and Jada have been giving her the pet fresh food from now on. And uh, I don't know. It just makes her so happy to eat. And um, yeah, I feel like that's just one of the products too. Like, yeah, awesome having friggin' she couldn't have lived without the financial help, of course. Um, just having that was nice. Um, yeah, really made it feasible, I guess. But yeah, Tundra, Tundra wasn't ready to go, man. I don't think Brutus is ready to go. That's what they still had so much energy before things started going bad. You know what I mean? So it's like. Dude, the Brut- yeah, Brutus is back to howling and spry and jumping around and like, like mm-hmm. it, dude, it he like it's cool seeing him know that that fucking lump is no longer like he can move his arm the whole movement now he can close it because it was growing under his armpit so he couldn't he was walking around and able to like put his arm down all the way like you know <sighs> dude it get mobility back yeah and, and like you know. <laughs> In all, they probably that thing probably weighed five pounds, just hanging off the side Holy of crap. his skin. Like maybe it feels th- good. Three yeah. pounds. I mean, it, dude. It was. If you imagine, like, okay, ev- really, everybody. If you imagine easily three or four one-pound tubes of hamburger meat, go to the store, buy four of those tubes. And squished that meat into a lump, and that was the size of the lump on his side. Dang. And if you just do that math, it weighed four pounds or three pounds, like in that range, because it's meat and it's that size. Like, you know, yeah. it was a mass of skin and fucking, and it had calcium deposits and hard spots and like, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so, oh, you know, man. I mean, I can just imagine the way, you, you know, he lost his, a, a fucking rib boob, like in a bad, in a bad spot too. Yeah. He got mobility back and uh, yeah, <laughs> it's cool having to remind your dog to calm down a little, you <sighs> know what I mean? Isn't Dude, that nice? Yeah. Like that was the fuck it sucked like her not being able to move not eating like just knowing something was up getting her getting skinny and then like just not looking good man looking sick dude now her coat her fur is perfect like she's really looks really good like this is i feel like she's on a diet she should always been on like i don't know but it's nice. She tries to run around now. I mean, it's been a couple months now with her medication. and um, But I have to remind her to chill out. And that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, dude. And like, you know, it, it unfortunately, it took this to enlighten the incentive under, under us. And so once Brutus is out and like dealing, we're going to go get Keena checked, man. Just do have them do a screening on her. You know, she's the oldest one of them all. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, you know. She seems to be real healthy still, you know, other than her hips hurt. Um, that's uh-huh. just old dog Rottweiler shit. Um, True. You know, we knew that she was going to have hip problems. So she's 11, you know, can't uh, can't fault an old bitch for, you know, <laughs> Lady Greybeard. She's a grandma now, man. Yeah, <laughs> okay, she- this is, 
to having to tell your dogs to calm down. So we have to tell her all the time not to fight with Cosmo too hard. We let them play. We let them wrestle. And they do. Keena and Cosmo fucking wrestle. Um, and I was, Keena was on the couch and I had her all riled up last night. And like, you know, just hand play, hand fighting with her and, and petting her and like just teasing her and shit. And, ah, and she was growling and doing all her shit. Um, and then Cosmo got all feisty. And she was up on the couch. And Brutus was laying on the floor right by the couch. And then we have the, the floating dog beds, the the dog the suspended ones that are like, you know, like cots basically, but for dogs, um, keeps them cool. Anyways, and then those are lining the whole side, like right under our TV. And she just got amped up and all of a sudden like went to pounce on Cosmo, but from the bed or from the couch <laughs> and jumped off the couch over brutus and landed with one leg in between the two beds one leg on the bed and the other two legs there and she just sprawled and ate shit and she gets up and she's like limping and instant, oh no. and she's still trying to wrestle like she got up bounced right back up and was like i'm gonna fight through this fucking pain she knew she hurt herself she was fucking going to town and she was and i had to get up and run over and sit down on the ground and grab her and so kina stop like calm down and as soon like, as she was a little embarrassed and she was like didn't want to stop. she was like looking around and like doing the head like i eyes and i as soon as i like kina and she looked right at me like her eyes caught with me she like instantly like oh 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 wait and then she, like she picked up her leg and she's like oh my leg hurts now and like like <laughs> like it all set in and then we i just had to be like you're a fucking grandma Kina, why are you skydiving? <laughs> like you're a grandma. No shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Calm down. You're gonna fucking hurt yourself, kid. Oh my god. Eleven so years, fun. dude. She she just she's a punk, man. She's still a fucking punk. She beats up Cosmo and like it's great, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's always nice. Having a puppy's wild. Having a puppy in the house is wild. Yeah, I'm kind of li- livens everything up. I feel like that keeps all the older dogs kind of more, you know, ferocious, a little more funky. It's good for them. <laughs> get some active, get some moving. Absolutely. But, but Absolutely. I love that. Dude, yeah, I, I love having dogs, man. You know. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah, hard times as of recently, but... It's, it's, it is what it is. It's manageable, but yeah, it's kind of, fuck. If this is what it is for into life care, I'm on board. I'm doing it every day. Yeah. Make, making it the best I can, man. Cause yeah, the, the heart ain't nothing to mess with. So, no, man. Not <laughs> and at all. so, and yeah, I mean, uh, it's, we got serious issues going down, but. They're we're the right people. Yep, we're the right people. We're the right people to love after our animals. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they love us more than anything, and making I don't know, making it enjoyable is what it's all about. I mean, no matter what, even if Dude, it sucks, <laughs> that's true. You know, I do. I do say though, um, it. I I definitely am like appreciative of snakes. And owning them versus dogs. And like, they're so fucking easy, dude. Like, yeah. 
like in compared comparison to the actual maintenance of dogs like True. reptiles man pretty fun and i would yeah i would say beardy um yeah our bearded dragon is amazing but the bugs are like uh 40 minute drive away which isn't too bad but i i only get like three cups at a time so, so can, can you guys actually can you I guys order just, them online I don't know. It's we we want to try to get the best quality roaches. Eventually, he's going to go more uh, veggies and stuff. But we've got parasites before um, from oh. using like Petco that was right up the road. Like yeah. not to just badmouth people, but no man, yeah. I don't use their. We, we I did. I don't use their feeder. I don't use their feeder rats. Their rats. When I get there, when mm. I, I've, I've had to go buy them a couple times because I had to feed them. And the, the, the local pet stop I go to, um, doesn't uh, were out or you know didn't have didn't re up their supplies. So I had to get mice from Petco, and their fucking their rats look gross, man. Like they are not quality. <laughs> it just. <laughs> It literally, like, they, dude, the, it's the grossest thing. You pull them out of the little individual rat bags. They look like they're fucking, um, the pack. slimy? No, 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 the, no, no. The pack, the packaging looks like a, um, oh God, what are the fucking, <laughs> what are those delicious ice cream treats with the cones and the, the, the nutty chocolate? tops of Drum, the drumsticks drumsticks so the mice come in packaging that looks like drumstick packaging oh fuck like that they're like cool. like like they're like they're different <laughs> they're different colors different flavored drumsticks yeah basically man for different size of rats and mice and uh and fucked up. and you open them up <laughs> you open them up and the the they're covered in sh- like they have shit on them like little like mice tur- mouse turd shits, like there's always shit on the mice and the rats in their feeder packages, which means they have a giant box. The only thing I can think is like they have a giant box of a bunch of rats in the same box and just like spray the gas in there to kill them and like they shit on each other and then they just dump them into an individual sorting machine and they just, I, I have no idea how they fucking bulk package their fucking feeder rats from for Petco, but they never the place I get them from. They're clean. Like now, I will tell you, like they're never slimy or anything. They come frozen, obviously, and the fur is always. Um, I can tell they were dry. They weren't like wet when they freeze them. But the ones from the place I get, man, are just like they just they. I mean, they just look like the rat took a nap in a real cold room. They're <laughs> they just <laughs> there you go. You know, there you it, go. It, it it just they uh hike. High quality H two O, fucking and my snakes fucking love the smell of them, dude. Like when I thaw them out and I bring them out of the bag, they just fucking they they go crazy for the smell of those rats, man. It's insane. You watch them, their fucking brain fire up and they're like hunting. Oh yeah, no, you gotta get gotta get good feeders, man. I mean, yeah, we're doing. Beardy hunts his shit roaches. too. Huh? I, I, I've, I've seen, I've watched him like chases grasshoppers oh, yeah. and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Crickets. he's doing, yeah, he's doing the roaches, and roaches are 
man, pretty fast, but they're pretty big. And I basically now just kind of like just drop them in the bowl and they'll run around the bowl sides until he freaking just snatches them up. Kind of like a frog, like a tongue. Just That's fucking insane. It's fun. Lightning yeah, fast. You've, you've seen it. Oh yeah. Lightning fast. Oh yeah. Well, the craziest thing is like just now that I've fed him enough times, I've seen the spray like from the tongue. He brings his tongue and bites at the same time. And there's like spray from him just biting roaches. <laughs> but also, but also there's like pretty solid chomp marks. Like he'll leave little ends of bugs, like just the tips of little bugs, like just the ends. He'll fucking. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like the roaches that he eats now are large size, so he usually like he'll fucking like tongue at it, bring it into himself, chomp, chomp, and it's gone. And he'll either if it's big enough, he'll leave like a little teeny chunk of it, or he'll like, or it'll just be like a straight like mash. Yeah, it's, <laughs> dude, it's crazy when I like when I feed mine. Uh, you have to get the mice warm. So you, you, you thaw them out, but then you got to put it in hot water. Like I have to bo- almost boil them. Um, uh, uh. I, I never actually put it on the stove, but I just get a jar f- of hot water and like I warm up the mice, you know? Um, and then when they're warm enough, they go crazy. And my favorite thing to watch is actually um, on the big, the big rats, their tails are so long. Like you watch it swallowing the rat after it's fucking to position itself and unlocked its jaw and swallowing uh-huh. the rat, it, it passes the whole rat through, and then it's already swallowing the rat body down its throat, and there's a tail still sticking out of its mouth. Its mouth and is you, closed. You know, you know how long the tail is, so you yeah. can tell how long the body has gone oh, oh, inside. And, and, and you not see, only just you see the lump, you see the, the lump passing down the snake, and the tail uh, is still like. <laughs> And then kind of trailing it. And then they always do like the funniest thing is like when they finally get the tip of the tail inside their mouth, they do this like like you had a fry in your mouth and you just like bit the whole fry like you just like like they just the last little bit. And it it, and it's almost like they lick their lips when when the tail goes in. Like the tongue just flickers a couple times and like you're like, Oh yeah, he just enjoyed that. You know, it's like slurping up the last noodle of your spaghetti. Like and it like wiggles and you know, sometimes as you're real, if you, dude, okay. How often do you slurp your spaghetti? Let me, let's be honest here. When you're eating, do you slurp your noodles? As often as I have spaghetti or Alfredo or any other thing that involves noodleage, I will slurp the last little bit. As long as, you know, the person I'm with, like goes to the bathroom, there's a little space, like I got a little time. Like, uh-huh. I'll be a little, I'll be, a, I'll be a little arrogant. With but my you're at, say you're, you're at home and you guys just make fucking spaghetti, poor man spaghetti, some shit like that for dinner. You slurping, you're slurping your noodles at home, right? Oh yeah. Well, I'll yeah. make a, I'll make a spectacle, you know, of just like now, now sl- slurp your noodles. With now, how often, teens. how often do you slurp with vigor to the point where as the, as the noodle is like coming up and into your mouth the tail whips up and like catches you in the cheek or catches you in the nose you get a little fucking sauce whip across the side of your face because 
you've uh, I've gnarly I've gnarly escaped an eye whip from a newt dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gnar- it's happened I've, I've gnarly escaped an eye whip from a newt <laughs> no I really I really have it's been real um yeah I I love everything uh Pan Express man I feel like I slip um, their noodles all the time well you know just cause I I usually make noodles. I don't really have Alfredo out too much. I no, mean, I chow mein is probably my most consistent I mean, noodle I eat is chow mein. Jada loves uh, like Olive Garden, but we only go there probably like once in every three months or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Olive Garden for us is mostly a lunch thing, salad and soup and salad, man. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good stuff. Hell yeah. And we do that too. Um, and I, I love I love fucking Olive Garden ministry. Yeah, They're and I'll usually I'll get a salad and pasta usually there. Yeah, um, you know, and make sure I get some sort of protein. But usually, I freaking love. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I go to Pan Express, <laughs> which is not really that good for you, but still a noodle, more <sighs> or less. And Dude, then I fucking love spaghetti. Panda. Spaghetti, I'll go at home. But I do have my Italian kind of meatball kick. I usually go to uh, Chiba Hut, you know, be, me being in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yep. Chiba, Chiba Hut's pretty fucking bomb. So I get meatball sandwiches there um, for a little Italian meatball kind of kick thing. But as far as noodles go that way, I usually make spaghetti at home. Um, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I think uh, let's shift a little bit here real quick as we wrap this up. And uh, let's just give a little tiny bit of football talk. I And. Uh, Good morning, Julia. <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, uh, God. I remember when that happened. When we were just <sighs> like, holy shit, this guy exists. Good morning, Julia. There is, um, man, I know, um, fuck, where did that go? I know we had an NFL drop. We did. Um, well, maybe we should, I gotta pee. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna, that's why I was trying to. Look for a commercial to play. All right, you go pee. I will uh, mute you and see you back in a second. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Oh, there's low power mode for me. I'm getting there. Oh, say what? <laughs> I, I had muted you already. Say what? You should just pee anyway. <laughs> You probably won't even notice. You're right. Who's, probably won't I'm, even notice. I'm not peeing. Who's peeing? No one pees. I'm essing. Where is... Man, I swear I had... This is such riveting content for people. They're like, oh, listen to this, guys. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> That's so funny. Jade is calling me. She's calling you? I'm worried. No, I'm really not. Later, 
That's right. (laughs) 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 I miss that. That That's fucking funny as hell. I love that clip, man. I laid a rancid fart. Oh. (laughs) Man, I swear. I don't know where this is. I wish I had. uh... God damn, I wish I had that. All right, well, we're just going to listen to this. Hey, welcome back to Falco's 90-Minute Meditation Hour. I'm your astrally projected inner truth self and part-time digital clock repairman, Falco. All right, my astral friends, start by closing your eyes, sit on your root chakras, and let's meditate. Today, we are going to be concentrating on the phenomenology of being. One can truly unlock their inner potential to be by being one with yourself and the universe. Okay, in your mind, I want you to picture yourself on a couch. Now, command your aura to stand while leaving your corporeal self sitting. Once you see yourself sitting there, doing nothing, recognize, that's you. You are both the you who does and the you who doesn't. So don't be the one who doesn't and keep being the one who is not the one who doesn't. (laughs) Run or float or don't, but above all else, do not don't it's a bad way to be the most important part of being is wrecking oh oh, man it looks like we're at the end of another episode well i hope you guys know how to be Hare krishna all right thanks falco thanks falco um, Thanks for the lead out, brother. Yeah, yeah. So. One more cheers, maybe. One more cheers. Hey, Voodoo Rangers, clinking. Yeah, man. Thanks, New Belgium, for providing us with a, something we can just drink on and feel united. I love that, man. That was cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, that was neat. Um, All right, so <laughs> football season again is upon us, my friend. We are here. We must. <laughs> what, uh, how do you feel about it? What ails me? What ails you? <laughs> what do you, what do you like? How, um, how do you feel? Well, I'm refreshed to see some, a good batch of like new quarterbacks. That's kind of cool. Um, man. Yeah. I like to see. Mahomes and Josh Allen and freaking uh what Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that for me, watching those three young athletes just kind of do it is awesome. Um that's kind of me into my new age of what I want to see happening with football, but sure. also but what I love about my team is not necessarily 
coming into fruition. <laughs> Wilson's doing terrible. Um, well, he's not even playing right now. Yeah, yeah, hurt. Um, but yeah, he just hasn't found a lot of opportunities. What I do enjoy about what the Hawks are doing, if anybody cares, <laughs> is um, a running game, man. Uh, it seems like we've kind of found somebody that can kind of step up amongst our herd yeah. guys. That's cool. Um, man, Tom Brady's still killing it. Fucking Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is still a threat. Huge. Um, well, I was going to go ahead and talk over some of the, uh, I'm looking at the actual NFL standings right now. There you go. We're uh, six weeks in. This is week mm-hmm. seven we're on right now. Uh, Cardinals, man. They're the I mean, only undefeated team left in the NFL right now. Yeah, the Cardinals are uh, just absolutely crushing it. Uh, we play them I, in two weeks. I I would like to see. Uh, where are you guys at? Are you there or here? Or who are you? Um, <laughs> we play uh, Packers at Cardinals. All right. Well, it's a th- still... it's a Thursday night game next week. Cool. So we have so we have a short week. Oh. So so this week Packers play the Washington football team. Um, I have that day off, so me and you will be Sunday, uh, Sunday, chatting up well, Sunday morning. It's a ten a.m. game. I'm going to be able to catch the beginning of it, um, and then I have music video to shoot all day Sunday. So I'm actually going to miss the crucial part i'm gonna be watching updates not actually watching the football game which makes me sad but got shit to do there it is uh but i have a pretty good feeling we're gonna beat washington um yeah they're two they're two and four we're five and one uh and they're coming into lambo so i have a pretty good feeling about that um as you should. But let's, let's start in the AFC. We have the Bills at 4-2 and two in the a- AFC East. Um, They're going to win that division. Well, yeah. Patriots are 2-4. and four, Jets are 1-4. and four, Dolphins are 1-5. and five. AFC East is trash. Um, the Bills are doing okay. They're 4-2. and two. Yeah. Um, AFC West, you have Chargers and the Raiders at 4-2. and two, Chiefs at 3-3 three and three, and Broncos at 3-4. and four. So... The, Damn. Yeah, the AFC West is actually admirable. Decent. They're all really close to each other. Everybody has three or more wins in the in the AFC West. So I want to see the fucking Chiefs Raiders rivalry, dude. I want to yeah. see that fi- I want to see that dog fight. Hell yeah, every time. Um you got AFC North, the Ravens, Bengals. Ravens are 5 and 1, Bengals 4 and 2, Browns are 4 and 3, dude. The Browns are a, a deep, and that's another team. The AFC West and the AFC North both have uh, almost all of their teams. Only the Broncos are under five hundred, but that's but they've played one more game ahead of everybody else. So, yeah. Uh, and then you have the AFC South, which is the Titans are four and two, but only because they're in that division and winning. Colts are two and four, one and five, and one and five. Um, Basically, the AFC East and the AFC South are identical divisions. Gotcha. Uh, Damn. Yeah. And then we go over to the NFC, which is the the exciting division. Um, we have Cowboys are 5-1. and one. 
Yeah, they're doing way. I, I'm actually excited to see the Cowboys do well this year. I'm not going to lie, man. I, uh, I've never been a huge Cowboy fan, but there's a certain part of me that wants to see teams that haven't done well for a while do well because I don't want things to just be stagnant in the league. I want things to like be like the Lions or the Eagles or the, the fucking Jets. Yeah, I don't want the things. Yeah, exactly. The Giants. The the gimme the gimme shit the gimme crap teams like that sucks like I want I want competitive teams so it's always nice to see somebody that's not been really like a standout badass team I'd say since maybe the nineties <laughs> well, well, I don't know we're well, gonna I'm go sure. we're gonna go through that so you have the Cowboys at five and one Washington Washington. Good. Two and four, Eagles two and four, Giants one at five. Uh, NFC West, Cardinals yeah. six and zero. Oh. Yep, hundred the only hundred team left in the NFL. Then you have the Rams at five and one. Yep, forty niners two and three, Seahawks two and four. So yep, ouch. Yep, that one yep. hurts, man. But it is. Don't feel too bad because. Packers yeah. in our division. Packers are five and one, so we're we're doing pretty good there. Vikings are three and three. Bears are three and three, and the Lions are zero and six. The Lions are the only unwinning team in the NFL right now. Every other team in the NFL has won a game. The Lions yeah. have not. Yeah, and it kind of just gets to suck to be someone from Detroit because that team is. Mostly always tanked recently. So, it's kind of a bummer. I don't, think, their, I don't think the Lions have ever won a Super Bowl, have they? Well, I think they've had their stars. Like, I think they've had a couple people really Wait, like. Have the Lions won a Super Bowl? Well, I'm I'm on my, my phone, so. I'm looking up right now. I'm, I hope so. Lions Super Bowl. Who do you think? Oh, 19, gonna... 1957 was the last time and the only time the Lions won. Mm. Oh, wait, no. They've won four. So. 19, oh. Nah, see? Okay, so they won in 1935, 1952, 1953, and 1957. Um, the first year they were, before they were NFL, NFL and they were called the Super Bowl was the Packers in 1964. So the actual Super Bowl, the Lions have never won a Super Bowl. They have four NFL titles. But, but they were rough. all they were all pre-Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah, that's rough. Well, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Who do you think is going to win this year? Who's going to take the cake? All right, well... Just for fun. I mean, it's not like there's any well, bet involved. I, I'm going to say I love the Packers for it. Um, if we can get past a damn championship game, we lose it all the time. Uh, we're a Super Bowl contender. I, the Cardinals have a real good chance of being there. Um, You know, I would be... I mean, in my eyes, it's the Bucks. Uh, 
Yeah, probably the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Cardinals playing for top spot in the NFC. Um, AFC is going to be the Bills, the Ravens, maybe the Bengals, maybe the Titans. Um, the Ravens and the Bengals are good. The Bills are good. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a, a division like the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens right now are the only really good team in the AFC. Yeah, I would say the Ravens or the, I don't know. I'd say I like the Ravens. I like the Bills. Yeah, the Bills I are like, not bad. I like Ravens. I like Bills. I like Tampa Bay, and I like the Packers. Yeah, Temp- Cardinals are. I mean, it, it's interesting. They're undefeated, but who did they play? So far? okay, I'm looking right now. So they played. They played the Cowboys, who were five and one. The only loss the Cowboys had was the Cardinals. True, but it was only Man. it was only won by three points, though. Um, I do like the Cowboys too. They. Oh, that was preseason. Hold on, sorry, that was preseason. Uh, actual games: the Cardinals beat the Titans, who were a nothing team. The Titans are, uh, oh fuck, where where did that go? I just saw that. The oh, the Titans are four and two. They're not a nothing team. They're they're the best in the NFC South. Um, okay, so the Titans, they beat the Titans. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Jaguars. They beat the Rams. They beat the Forty Niners. And Damn, they beat, and they beat the Browns. So they're good. Yeah, they beat the Rams. They beat the Browns. They beat well. The Niners aren't that good this year, but they beat the Rams. They beat the Browns. They beat the Vikings, and they beat the Titans. I'd say they're pretty good. Yeah, so they're going to be playing the Texans next, then then us win, loss. <laughs> I would love to to hand the Cardinals their first loss. God, that Dude. feels so good. Dude, I hope you fucking do. Where you at? Did you do we talk about this yet? Yeah, we're going into Arizona. Oof. Oof. All right. But All right. we're That's excited but, as fuck. But here's That's the, exciting, bro. We've only lost one game this season, Packers have. We're uh two and oh at home and three and one away. So and we only lost our first our very first game against the Saints in there and we're in a five game winning streak. So um I don't know, man. And that was before some key Saints players injuries. So yeah. you guys actually battled the full strength Saints. Yep. So damn. So um yeah, I don't know. I think we have a good chance to actually hand the Cardinals a loss. I think you do too, man. I, I mean, you. they play the Texans. Yeah, they played some solid teams, but I feel like the Texans know. are one. You're and going five. there. Yeah, we're going You're there. Going there, but the Texans are one and five, so they're playing. They're going to have a real easy game at home next week. They're playing an afternoon game at home against the Texans. The Texans are one and five. Then we both have short weeks. And we come in on a Thursday night game, but they're, they don't have to travel. They get to stay at home on their short week. We're going to have, we're playing in Lambeau this week against Washington. And then we have a short week and travel to Arizona. Oh, it's going to be a tough one on the road for the Packers, man. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a tough game on the road. 
That'll be good though. That'll be good test. Hey, I think we have we have the fucking team to do it this year. Our defense is kicking ass. We have the uh, best receiver in the NFL right now. Very um, tenacious. Yeah, I, I I think we have a lot of weapons. David Bakhtiari's practicing already. He's back. Well, he's not cleared to play yet, but maybe in two weeks he'll be put back pulling. Maybe getting you know field time. Oh um, yeah, it'd be good to have our fucking. But our O line is killing it regardless of him not being there. You know, it's I don't know, man. It's pretty good. It's pretty exciting football season so yeah, far. That's fucking badass. Not things so up too. Yeah, although, yeah, the Seahawks aren't doing too hot. I still, like I've always said with sports, I'm more or less like a person that just enjoys the players and enjoys watching fucking the best athletes in the world do what they do best, and that's entertain. And like I said, if I didn't love a sport, like I love sports. I love playing sports. I love watching that person make that pass. I love here's you what, know what I mean. Okay, so. we never talked about it. I'm at ten percent, so we're gonna we're gonna quit here in a second. I'm almost about to die. Um <laughs> I hear you, buddy. So here's what we I never answer. I'm gonna answer right now. Here's what I'd like to yes. see. I would like to yes. see the Packers beat the Buccaneers in the NFC championship game to go to the Super Bowl. Because I think the Bucks will get there over the Cardinals, even though Cardinals are doing good right now. Um, okay. Brady's just good. I would love to see the Packers beat the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl against um, a Bills-Ravens AFC Championship game. Oh, I'm cool with that. And I would be happy whooping ass on either the Bills or the Ravens. Um, I would... Man, yeah, it's hard to say, man. I I would almost rather see the Bills get to the Super Bowl over the Ravens. Me um, too. Just because it'd be kind of cooler story for uh, Buffalo, um, especially to get there and then lose. Because uh, fuck Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. No, I get you. Um, no, I I don't know. I think that'd be neat. I uh, Packers need a Super Bowl, man. Aaron Rodgers needs to fucking go back again. Get a ring. Well, he, he has one. He just needs two. He for as many as many. Here's the thing: it's crazy. For as many years as we've been in contention in the playoffs, I mean, we've gone to the since 2011. The last time we won a Super Bowl, it's been ten years since the Packers won a Super Bowl. We've gone to the playoffs every year since then. There hasn't been one year where we didn't make the playoffs. In ten in ten seasons, we've been to the NFC. We've been to the championship games, either the fucking divisional championship games or the uh, or the NFC championship games, like four of the times, and lost every time. Oh, oh my, fuck my mouth with oh. Jenny just showed up with Mickey's. Oh and my, strawberry shake. Fuck that. I, I wish I could share my strawberry shake with you. <sighs> Your milkshake just brought this boy to the yard. Um, I thought the same thing. <laughs> um, You're amazing. Thanks, baby. Oh, that's amazing. I have two margaritas. I'm a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope everyone heard that. I hope everyone heard that, too. Um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I love you. I love that woman. She is my queen. <laughs> <laughs> the 
what a fucking injure. Oh, if someone sat for two and a half hours of that, they get to fucking laugh at that. That's that's for sure. That's a fucking <laughs> exactly. If you sat for two and a half hours of podcast, you get that fucking little treat, little gem at the end. Well, brother, I love you, my man. I love you too, buddy. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'm gonna fucking hit the out music and then. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. keep talking. Yes. I love you three, buddy. Oh, this is Jay that helping with the outro. We're I leaving. Jay love everybody. Oh, uh, Jay loves everybody. I love everybody too. And on that note, Jason, it's been fun, man. It's been real. Thanks for this one. It really has, man. I love you, buddy. Love I love you. everyone out there. Love you too, man. It's been a treat being on here. And for me, uh, keep it loud and drive like you know each other. 